0: Hello everybody, you're listening to the q and Podcast. You're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. I got Edgar to the right of me, Edgar to the people, what's
1: good? What's up everybody? This is Edgar Martin here with you on this Saturday to bring you these football topics. Let's get into it.
0: Yes, and on this podcast, we got a special guest, my mother T Hicks. T Hicks, tell her what's good.
2: What's good, what's good? It's all good, radio people in Radio Land.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So like I said, man, we appreciate all the listeners. If this is your first time listening to the Q&E podcast, we are primarily sports podcast, but we will be branching off into sports or entertainment, movies, shows, and things like that in the future. So thank you for listening. But first, this is our football podcast, so we'll be talking about the NFL and college football. And first, I just wanted to get into a real interesting topic that we were just having on what the definition of a bust is. So me and Edgar were talking about RG3 because I feel like that's a real, real good person to start off with. Because in my opinion, I don't think RG3 is a bust because he got derailed by injuries. So, Edgar, what do you think? I
1: personally think RG3 is a bust for the simple fact his football IQ is terrible. He purposely goes against the coach's rules, like not, not rules per se, but the coach's requirements of sliding feet first. If you notice, most of his injuries came as concussions, meaning that he was always taking hits to the head and knees, though. But the head part is the part that upsets me because you're a quarterback. Don't slide head first mm. and don't take head contact when you know you're a running quarterback and you need to survive off of your legs for as long as you can. So if you take yourself out of that equation and you're not that accurate of a passer, I can't trust you with your football. RG3 had an
0: arm, though. He had the arm he on. Didn't have the he IQ, wasn't a bust. T no, no. Hicks, what's your opinion?
2: I definitely think. He's a bust. He's a bust. Why? Compare him to Lamar Jackson. He is totally a bust because Lamar knows how to slide Mm. to avoid a hit. And he knows how to throw some touchdowns.
0: But what derailed Robert Griffin is what I keep trying to tell y'all was his knees. He couldn't do anything. His knees kept breaking down on him. Because he
2: was was sliding incorrectly. That wasn't it. He was getting hit in his legs.
1: You're not helping your argument.
2: Yes!
0: This,
1: this he was getting hit
0: in the, in the pocket. He getting hit in the legs.
1: You're not helping your argument because all I'm I saying am. is I, I understand he was getting hit in his legs, but the fact that he kept sliding incorrectly helped make him even more injury prone. So by the time he actually did Correct. start hurting Correct. his legs, he was just completely shut out and just wasn't able to perform. Like once you start getting concussions back to back to back and your IQ is already low, you're you're continuing to still not make good plays. So then, when you really do try to run and make an effort, they're going at something else that is your money maker, which is the legs in that scenario.
0: Injuries cannot make you a bust. So, do you think Greg is a bust? Uh, NBA, no. Oh, so why is RG three a bust? RG... Even because even a concussion is, is he, still an injury. Is
2: he injured? After all that
0: you just said, concussion is still an injury, bro. That, that's so. True. are the knees and concussion. So
1: if I had to choose Greg Oden for basketball or RG three for football, I'm choosing Greg Oden.
0: RG3 gave you that that rookie of the year year though. That was the only year he
2: gave us. It was one year. But Greg Owen
0: gave you nothing though, really. He gave you a couple of good games. Yeah, man. I'm picking I'm picking RG three, man. He gave you the rookie of the year season. He showed you that he had the potential, man. But your injuries can't derive. This is
2: not college. He has to Get that mentality in the professional league now. We're going to get a little more tougher and stronger. So you got to water all these injuries.
1: You have to learn how to adapt and change your game. That's it. See, I I, I understand that. RG3 was not one of those players that could just play his own game and just finesse it and work his way through. Lamar Jackson, he playing his own game right now. There's nobody in his ear telling him how to do it. He's, he's a one-set talent that can actually play, his play you and succeed.
0: After seeing Lamar play like this, bro, and Lamar just starts having a litany of knee injuries, bro. Is Lamar Jackson a bust? No. But you're, no. Okay, that's that's what RG3 was doing. He had his he had a good couple of first two uh-uh. years, but the year and then he started he, getting injured.
2: But did you Whether it's a concussion so or a knee injury, good. it was still injuries. He wasn't and never had the status of Lamar Jackson exactly. anyway. Yes,
0: he did. He was top tier. His rookie of the year season, he was up there for a reason. He was a top 10 quarterback back then. When he was rookie of the year, was he not? Was he not?
2: Come on, you got to give me more than one year.
0: Two. And then after that, I got injuries. Like I just asked y'all. If Lamar started get injuries after this, is he no, a bust?
2: No, no. He that answers a my bus. question. He would not be a bust, but Griffin was a bust.
0: I feel like you just got something toward Griffin, man.
1: RG, you like Lamar. RG3 at his best and Lamar Jackson at his best. I'm not is asking not that. I'm not asking that. Oh, wait, that's prior, how you got a certain position. Prior to injuries, Lamar Jackson is completely on a different level than RG3 was at his best. So, whether either way you go before injuries, Lamar Jackson was just a completely in his own different category. I feel that. But y'all forgetting about RG3.
0: RG3 was that dude. He used to get loose now. Not like not like Not RG3 like Lamar, right but now. he used to get loose, though. No, and no, like he, I said, I put I gave y'all a good example, mm, bro. If Lamar late. starts having injuries after this, bro, is he a bust? That's a big if. And we gonna leave it at that. So what's mm, y'all question? What's your question? No, if he,
1: because he was ten, he's, he's not ten times better right now before injury than RG three was. Okay, exactly. so yeah, that's why that's why you can't okay. use the word bust in this scenario because it's not like the talent level is the same. It's like one is way up here and one is like considerably lower than that. Yes, you know before mm. injury. Now, if they had the same talent level before they both got injured, or well, I don't want to say injured because he's not injured yet, but you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, then that's an argument. But yeah. we're talking about somebody who is just revolutionizing the game right now is just coming ooh. back as the next Michael Vick and better. Ooh, ooh, like, yeah. this is a completely yeah. different scenario
0: than RG3. See, when I think of a bust, man, I think of somebody like uh, Jamarcus Russell. You remember Jamarcus Russell? We played for the uh, Oakland Raiders. You know Jamarcus Russell. So I think of Jamarcus Russell, somebody who was healthy his whole career, but just... Didn't produce when he was on the field. He was always on underachieved. That is somebody that I think is a bust. When RG three was healthy and he was playing, he reached his potential. But when he started getting injuries, he's obviously on the decline. So that's what that's what that's the difference of a bust to me. So we're gonna have to agree to disagree. Everybody yeah, can have okay, their opinion. Okay. We're gonna have to just agree to disagree. Okay. But that, I felt like that was a good topic to start off this good podcast on this good Saturday. Now we're gonna dive into the NFL Week Twelve recap. The first game, which was the game of the week, was San Francisco versus Green Bay. Ooh, and it was a blowout, ooh, man. Blowout. San Francisco clapped them. It was 45 to, okay. oh, no, that was the Ravens game. It was 37 to 8. Yeah, 37 to 8, man. They clapped them. But I just wanted to ask, is San Francisco legit or is Green Bay overrated? Let me start with my mom.
2: Yes, I think San Francisco is overrated, definitely. And you guys are going to see that this week. But well, why, but why? I think they're overrated because it's just all hype. They just air. There ain't nothing to them. But you're going to see what I mean come Sunday. one mm. o'clock.
0: Playing the Ravens. Edgar, what you got?
1: I don't think San Francisco is overrated. I've been buying into the hype he of has, them he has, he since has. the beginning of the season when they first went on that 3-0, 4-0 stretch. I said Jimmy Garoppolo is leading the 49ers. I know their defense is the reason why they mainly thrashing everybody right now. But trust me, Jimmy G is doing everything he needs to do to not fail. So, exactly. Yeah. I I feel it was just Green Bay just having an off night. I feel like that's what it was. And San Francisco completely capitalized and did what it was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I just feel like, see, the big thing for me right now, San Francisco looks legit. But I'm worried about Jimmy G when it comes to clutch time. And I agree with my mama, man. I think. Uh, we're going to see the real Jimmy G against a real defense like a Baltimore man that's going to get after the quarterback and Baltimore's cornerbacks are top tier man. So it's going to be tough for him to just get the ball out quickly like he's been doing. So Jimmy G is really the, the yeah, one gonna issue. Read right. gonna yeah read right. Jimmy G is the really one issue I have with San Francisco but these last few weeks Green Bay has been on a certain decline bro. Like, and I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's Aaron Rodgers going down. I don't know if it's the defense not producing like they did. Yeah, I don't know if it's the head coach being too young. So what do you think it is? What's the wrong with Green Bay?
1: I don't think it's the head coach. I think it's just the team right now. Because right now I like the play schemes that they've been doing. I like the running game that they got right now. And yeah, I, I always trust a Rock because he, he always delivers. Yeah. And even in times that he doesn't, he still puts forth his best effort. And he still plays above average even when he's showing decline. Well, we can't grade
0: game. Aaron Rodgers on effort. now, man. we can need production at this point but in his I, career.
1: I feel like he yeah. could still even produce. Like, even if he has a bad game. It's a good game compared to other quarterbacks, his, but still, but still, game. but still, oh, he's on goat. Game.
0: He's on a goat status though. That's You're true. not graded like a regular quarterback, bro. We got a different expectation for oh, you, man. and we haven't been seeing that from Aaron Rodgers. What I've been saying um, for these past few weeks against like tougher competition. Cause I, I forgot who they played last week, but they lost as well. Uh, I can't remember. But these last couple of games, also, man, he, I haven't he just seen doesn't
1: yet. have the same receiving core that we're used to seeing him yeah, have. Yeah. He doesn't have, I can't honestly name just a superstar. Well, Devontae, Devontae Adams. Yeah. That's a, I, yeah. They have Devontae Adams, so it's not like he just doesn't have anybody. Yeah. But I feel like he still needs a good second and third option to throw to. It can't just be the Devontae yeah. Adams show. And
2: yeah, put, because is he du- being double teamed constantly? That's yeah. true. See, yeah.
1: that's another thing. Like, yeah. when you only have one receiver that everybody knows is a bad dude, like, you're going to double-team. You're going to make sure whatever zone you're in, you find ways to double-team him in situations like that. So yeah. it's going to take it's gonna take the tight ends, the other receivers to get open so A-Rod can get the ball where he needs to get. And I
0: feel like that's a good segue to a point that I'm trying to make Um, because I said it a few weeks ago that I think Aaron Jones, not Aaron Rodgers, is the MVP of this team. He's the most important person if they're going to make a run during the playoffs because we have a certain standard for Aaron Rodgers so we know what we're going to get. But from everybody else, like Edgar said, we don't know. We got Devontae Adams, but he's getting double-teamed. So Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams out of that backfield have to make the, have to make explosive plays for them to produce. So as we seen early in the season, Aaron Jones was getting loose. He was getting involved in the passing game. He was getting 100 yards rushing. He was getting touchdowns. But these last couple of games, you slow that down, and now the Packers look like a whole different team. So how do you feel about that now?
1: I kind of agree because a few weeks ago, I was saying Aaron Rodgers is still the MVP of the Green Bay Packers just because of who he is and what he's brought to the organization. But right now, Aaron Jones is the one keeping them in the race right now for still a hopeful playoff run. And he's the reason that they've been able to get as many points as they do being mm-hmm. able to take them down the field each yeah. offensive drive.
0: Yes, because they really don't have a lot of explosive plays, man. Um whether it's Marquez Valdez Scantley who's their deep threat, he's not really getting open like he was earlier in the season, or if it's Jamal Williams, they need that explosive threat. And out of that backfield, that was really Aaron Jones. So I think he's the most important piece. I don't know if he's the most valuable, but he's definitely the most important piece for this Green Bay team if they want to make a run. So moving on to the next game, which was everybody else's big game of the week. It was New England versus Dallas, man, and oh. it ended up in a stinker. I really didn't, I really didn't like the game. Man. It was thirteen to nine. It was Dallas though, so I knew what New England was going to do. But then you picked Dallas last week. Against New England,
1: no. Oh, you no picked pick New England. No, okay, man, I, I picked okay. New England. <laughs> okay.
0: So now we see Dallas in this position. We see them losing to Buffalo this uh, this Thursday. So how do you feel about Dallas and their playoff chances right now?
1: Dallas is—they're doing what we always expect them to do. I don't know why people try to get so hopeful. It's just so many like, Dallas fans out so, here, bro. So early. Yeah. I tell people all the time, just just wait. It's yeah. gonna happen. They're they're yeah. gonna disappoint you. Yeah. It's going to happen. And just it's happening. Wait. Yeah. Because you don't go into you don't go into um what's yeah. called Foxborough. You yeah. don't go into Foxborough when it's cold and wet and rainy and windy. And expect to beat Tom Brady. It's Especially throwing
0: the ball over the place, man. And exactly. you seen when they were running the ball, Ezekiel Elliott was really getting loose. But they just kept putting the ball in Dak Prescott's hands. And against that secondary, man, he just couldn't. Exactly, he couldn't produce. When it rains, this is this is when it's time to prove your running
1: game. Because when it's raining and it's wet and it's windy, Mm -hmm. your throwing game is just not going to be where it needs to be. That's even true for Tom, and he Mm -hmm. plays there frequently. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a strong running game during wintertime because this is the time when yards matter. I know yards per game might not be that important. It's more about touchdowns during September and October. But wintertime, yards matter so Mm -hmm. much more.
0: Yeah, and Amari Cooper really couldn't get off. He was being guarded by Stephon Gilmore, so he really couldn't get loose. And Everybody knows that's dark, uh, Dak's biggest or favorite target, man. So it was a real struggle for him. Ezekiel uh, Elliott really wasn't getting the ball in the second half. I don't know why. I don't know what the problem was. But during this game, a big question, and also watching the Buffalo game, is I was having a discussion with my cousin, man, and I was saying I was trying to tell him that Dak is still going to get thirty-five million because no, I don't think no, no, I don't no. think. Let me get let me let me get this point off because I don't think they have any other options. It's not even the fact that I think Dak is that great. It's just I don't think they have any other option. So I think he has to get, like, that Jared Goff or that Carson Wentz type of money. So how do you feel?
1: I just don't like that mentality of we don't have anyone else to give the money to. Mm-hmm. So, so we might so as well we give well no, it to No, I just I don't agree with that. I still feel like you have to earn the money. Even if you're right, there yeah. is nobody else to really give the money to. Mm-hmm. I'm still not going to give it to you until you prove to me that But look, I feel like money. he
0: has earned it, though. Because if you compare him to a Wentz who doesn't have any playoff wins because everybody knows Foles was on those playoff runs with the Eagles – Dak at least has a playoff win. And for a Dallas fan base who hasn't had a playoff win since the 90s or whenever they had it in the early 2000s, Dak giving you that playoff win last year is something that you haven't had. So he has produced when it comes to a playoff time. So that, along with the fact that you haven't, uh, what I was just saying, and that the fact that you don't have any other options unless you want to go to a Cam or a Teddy Bridgewater, and I don't see that happening, you have to pay the man what he wants. And it's $35 million. And that's something around what um, Carson Wentz and Golf was getting
2: Okay, let me give you an example of what you just said. Just like the Chargers, what's the Chargers quarterback name? Rivers. Rivers. He ain't never take them far into the. Playoffs. But he still got his money, though. Is what I'm saying.
0: Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, so we seeing Romo. Romo ain't never, never produced for the Cowboys, but he still always got his money. Why? Because it's the Cowboys and it's his brand, and he always produced. I think Dak is third or something like that in passing yards right now. So he's producing on the field, bruh. It's just in the clutch moments, can you give it to Dak? And that's the biggest question right now.
1: I never approved of Phillip Rivers or Tony Romo getting that type of money either. Like In in any situation, I want the player to earn that money. Mm -hmm. Even if you're the star player and there's nobody else, quote-unquote, to give the money to necessarily at that time, I still wouldn't do it. I would put money in other positions Mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll spread the money out instead of giving you everything because we have no other option i'd rather
0: spread the money out so you would let him walk if you had the choice i wouldn't let him walk but because he's not going to take anything like in the 20s he's going to get 30. oh 30, yeah right? i'll give
1: him 30 but okay. nothing oh, 30 nothing. Higher. Oh, okay, yeah you nothing higher than 30 yeah that's okay. what i'm saying
2: what about you yeah. yeah i'm really not happy with that right there that's still too because much because i
0: always i always compare that because i put him in that golf and winch range and everybody knows golf Earn that check by going taking the Rams to the Super Bowl. But Wentz doesn't have any playoff productivity. And Wentz just got his check.
2: But another example, what you just mentioned, golf. Yeah. He played so awesome last year. And what's he doing now? Nothing. <laughs> but he still, but hey, the but fact, see, hey. Oh, but I, I think I once that. they give you the money sometimes, yeah. Edgar, that messes you up. Yeah. And it's the fact that he doesn't have a running game as well.
0: But still, he got you to that, the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of fan bases can't even say that. So, the fact that you got me there, bro, it's like I'm satisfied in my opinion. Like, I'm satisfied with that because a lot of fan bases can't, see, uh, well, can't say it. Well,
1: that. last year, I came and give him total credit because the coaching and the offensive coordinating, that was a huge part in why they got to the Super Bowl. Todd Gurley was a huge part in why mm-hmm. they got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Aaron But he Donald, was hurt during the playoffs, though. Aaron Donald and Dante Fowler on oh, yeah. defense were a huge reason why they got to the Super Bowl. Jared Goff is like the third or fourth reason why oh, they got to the okay. Super Bowl. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I still, even with him, even though he gave that great year, and this is what I think about Jimmy Garoppolo. He doesn't do great, he just mm-hmm. does what he needs to Mediocre, do. When yep. he needs to do it, mm-hmm. he manages games. Same thing with Tom Brady. Tom Brady started out. We as haven't a game seen manager. that. We haven't
0: seen that yet. Out of we, Jimmy
1: G, he started as a yeah. game manager yeah. and then turned into something greater. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the same thing with Jared Goff in that, in that situation.
0: Mm. See, I can see that. I can see that. But
1: do I do I think that deserves
0: the money? No.
2: No, that's just or what or I'm saying. Or you think he deserved the money,
0: but just not thirty-five? Yeah, not oh, thirty-five. Okay.
2: But enough. I I just can't figure out this money situation because listen. If you get me to the playoffs one time, I'm not just going to blow your head up with all this money.
0: Why not? You, and you, he got you to the playoffs more than one time.
2: One time. and.
0: Oh, you, one playoff win.
2: Yeah, I, I guess that would be more better. Yeah, one like playoff that. win because oh, he's been right. getting to the playoffs okay.
0: the last few years, but he just hasn't been winning except for last year when he won I forgot who he beat. I think it was the Rams, or he beat Seattle last year. Mm-hmm. They've been, they been making the playoffs been making the playoffs. They just don't win when they get oh, there, you know what that, I'm saying? So that's been the problem with him. So just the fact that you're getting me there to this position, even though like he does have a team around him that's set up to win, I feel like it's more of a coaching thing. And we're going to get more into the coaching, but I want to get into these other games first. Um, the next game, and it really wasn't a game of the week. I don't know why it was boosted up as the game of the week, but Rams versus Baltimore, what were your thoughts? Let me start off with you.
2: Rams versus Baltimore, that was that was just like a sleeper. Yeah. That that didn't keep my attention at all watching that game right there. But the only thing that kept my attention was that bad man Lamar Jackson. That's Steven it. Stephen, they gonna be on the That's dude. it. That's all I needed to see.
1: Yep. Echo, what you think? I feel like just like Mom said, it was a real sleeper game. At first, I was kind of intense about it. I was like, ooh, the Rams mm-hmm, mm-hmm. versus Lamar Jackson. You know, you got Aaron Donald chasing after him, so it, it might be something to see. You got Jalen Ramsey there now, so it, it might be a little bit harder to pass the ball for Lamar. None of that matters. So He you okay? ran over that team yeah. completely, mm-hmm. and Mark Ingram ran through everybody. Every, the yeah. defense, oh, yes. Marcus Peters, a pick here, a pick there, you know. So, yeah, I think he had two picks that game. I'm I have, him, he he him. only had one, yeah, yeah. I think, another week prior then. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah, still that the whole team is just in such a great groove right now. It's like they're creating their own destiny and going straight to the Super Bowl. So
0: has he he has he solidified the MVP in your opinion?
1: At this moment in time, yes. We'll we'll find out this Sunday, tomorrow when they play San Francisco. Okay. If they not only just win, but if they win in high fashion against San Francisco, mm. this top one oh, two defense, yeah. Yeah. He, he will solidify yeah, yeah, the M V P discussion. Mm-hmm. You think he solidified it?
2: Yes, he did. He, okay. he answered that I, question.
1: I still got him tied with Russell right now. Exactly, but, bro. But if he wins tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. it is, it is he's the
0: front
2: and right? I think, those, and, those I, and, I, and I
0: think –
2: right, I, I don't think he's compared to Russell because Russell do his thing, but Lamar brings excitement.
0: Yeah, and I think that's Lamar what a lot of people gravitate excitement. to. A lot of people gravitate towards the excitement, but Russell Wilson, that, that Seattle team is more of a run team, but Russell gets it done in the clutch. Yeah. But I think I still would run with Russell Wilson as my MVP – like Edgar said, I probably would have to see him against San Francisco tomorrow for him to take that complete leap over Russell Wilson. But right now, I feel like Russell Wilson is just doing more with less, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I feel like he doesn't have the talent like a Lamar Jackson on either side of the ball because I feel like Seattle defense is nothing close to a Baltimore defense. But they always, or Russell Wilson always finds a way to pull off the, the win in the end. Right? So that's why I'm just riding with him right now. But if uh, Lamar Jackson shows out against San Francisco, which is the number one, number two defense in the league right now, then... I, I got to give it up to him. I can't even lie. Mm. So, oh, earlier in the week, Earl Thomas, he had some comments regarding the Ravens getting to the Super Bowl. So he basically guaranteed it. So how do you feel about that? Did you like it? Did you didn't like well, I, it?
1: I, I loved it. I love. it. If you're on a team doing what this team is doing right now, I love it. I love – now, be able to back it up. I was about, does, about to say, you to say, yeah. Yeah. If you back it up, if it doesn't happen, and, and take that L and be able to still talk to the press after the game and stuff, if you handle yourself maturely, if you don't make it, I love it. Mm-hmm. But don't do this talking, and yeah. then y'all take the L deep in the playoffs, and y'all ain't nowhere to be found at the press conference after. Mm-hmm. So, right now, I love it. Mm-hmm. And I love the oh. fact that the whole team has rallied around Lamar – and they've given him the crown that said, lead us. Like, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to follow you. We yeah. ain't going to let nobody talk smack about you. We're not going to let nobody even touch you on the field. Mm-hmm. So, we we rallied behind you. And I love the fact that they just guaranteed
0: a Super Bowl.
2: I don't like that. We I don't like, like that. I feel like you. it's jinxing. I think that gives the other team momentum.
0: That's what I was thinking, too. Motivation, especially to the Patriots. The Patriots are a team that already don't need motivation to win a game. And you're giving them motivation, man. That is crazy, man. So, Tom Brady... Uh, I think he's going to have a big game uh, if they see each other in the playoffs. And I want
1: to say something about that right now. I never go against the Patriots, like ever. I hardly hardly ever go against 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 them. But in this situation, if they meet each other in the AFC um, championship game, I think they'll win it. And nobody. Well, you're changing your no, tune. No. What, what, you, what you said? No, I, I said before. I the Patriots going to win. I said the Patriots was going to win before, but now yeah. that was like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. But now. Oh, so you're changing your yeah, tune. Yeah, yeah, I'm changing my yeah, tune. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. After these last three, four weeks, yeah. like after spanking the Rams, spanking yeah. the Texans, like these are good defenses. These yeah, are yeah, not yeah, just yeah, scrub yeah. defenses. Yeah. And the fact that Lamar is like running for over 150, throwing for over 250 a game, mm-hmm. it. I. Nobody beats Belichick twice in the same season. Mm -hmm. You just don't really see that ever happen frequently. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's going to happen this This will Mm -hmm. be the team to do it. This will be the team, and this will be the quarterback to do it. Mm -hmm.
0: See, I agree. I I feel like they're 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 definitely the biggest threat. Yeah, That's why I asked you last week, are the Ravens the team to beat in the AFC? I I
1: still think New England is the team to beat just because of the hierarchy that they have Mm -hmm. and And the pull that they have in the league is just always being in the championship regardless and always holding the crown, mm-hmm. you know. Even though, like, let's say, for example, LeBron and the Lakers may not be the team to win the championship. They're the team to beat to, mm-hmm. to oh, get the championship. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you can say Kawhi and the and the Clippers are better all you want, but everybody's still going to say, you got to get through Bron. Yeah. yeah. And that's the same thing with the Patriots. You got to get through them.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Definitely, definitely. Oh, Going back to the comments, um, if anybody was to make these comments on the Ravens team, I feel like Earl Thomas was the best person to make them, being that he's been to a couple of Super Bowls himself, so he knows what it takes to get there, and he feels like this team is geared to make it there. But I just don't like the fact of giving other teams motivation and jinxing yourself. You're having a good run. Just stay humble and stay under. Yeah, just go with the flow for right now. But like I said, if anybody was to make the comments, I'm glad that Earl Thomas did make them, being that but, he had Super Bowl but experience. I just, I feel like this is why we love sports, though. Yeah, we, we, don't, love, we love the conference. We don't, we
1: don't love do. sports mm-hmm. because people are quiet, calm, yeah. and always conservative. If every team was like the Patriots, we would not be interested in sports. For sure. Coach right, Belichick right. doesn't talk. Tom Brady, he talks, but... It's hardly ever, and when he does, he's really calm, even if he's happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody else is just quiet, answers two or three questions, and they go back to practice or whatnot. Mm-hmm. If every team was like that, we wouldn't be interested. But the fact that you have teams talking smack, players getting in each other's faces, like, I, I love this. This is why yeah. we love the game.
0: See, I agree with that with Eggers. so I understand his viewpoint, definitely. Uh, but next, I want to move on to the New Orleans versus Carolina game. I didn't think this was a game of the week either. It was uh, a game that I really didn't want to bring up. Because the kicker really lost this game for my team, man. He, he, he missed two extra points, and he missed a field goal, and we lost by three points, man. He need to be cut tonight. I don't even think he got cut, but he should have been cut, man. And I'm tired of it. I don't even want to talk about eliminating the kicker position because I don't think they should, they're they going to do it, but I feel like it should be eliminated. No, it can't be eliminated. But I wanted, I wanted to stay on the Saints, though, because the last couple of weeks the Saints have been up and down, in my opinion. They're losing to the Falcons. They're looking weary against the Panthers. They should have lost. So, do they come off as contenders or pretenders
1: to you? I don't think it's any situation where they're pretenders. It's just this is their division. Mm -hmm. You know, Atlanta, the Panthers, the Bucks. no matter how trash these other teams may be, it's it's your division. And it's always going for nobody knows why. It's just the the sports guys just said they're always going to have a problem when you play these teams, you Mm -hmm. know. So, I feel like that's all it is. It's just those were back-to-back games in their division. These are teams who know each other like the back of their hand. Even if you don't know their playbook, you know their tendencies. You know yeah. mm-hmm. when they do this and that, when certain players come on the field, you know mm. what this um, option may mean and stuff. So mm. it's easier to read teams that you have to play two to three times out of the year. So. Yes.
0: But something – I think the, the Saints are still contenders. But something that does worry me about the Saints is the fact that they don't have a lot of explosive plays. And to be a playoff team and to get deep in the playoffs, you have to have explosive plays unless you're a Bill Belichick-led team. And the Saints are really known for explosive plays, and we really haven't been seeing that this year. So that's one big one big drawback for me with the Saints. They're not explosive out there. You are, mm-hmm. and their defense has been getting exposed, that's too, right. in some ways. So it's like, mm, I don't know if I see it with the Saints like I was in the beginning of the but season. But
1: it's like that with the 49ers, too. You don't, Other than defense, you don't see any explosive – offensive no, I plays, really, plays. I see explosive plays. I don't really From see Kittle, that.
0: Many. Kittle had that 60-yard TD. I, like, I see explosive plays like, in
1: runs. With Kittle being out right now, you don't really see anything. Now, he anything. back now. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm saying like the weeks prior yeah, yeah, yeah. recently, like you don't really see that many explosive plays, but you see plays that get the job done. Mm. You know, yeah, it, it's not, oh, my gosh, this game is so exciting, but it's yeah. like they're driving, they score. Yeah. They get the ball back, they drive, they score again. You know, it's mm. no electric plays every single stride, yeah. you know.
0: That's why I said like other than the Patriots, the Patriots are the only team that I know do not need explosive plays to win a Super Bowl. And that's the only team I've the only team I've seen that can do that. But other I'm than the Patriots, sure I haven't seen
2: that. that. No, no, no. The Patriots used to be like that. But it's a lot of teams now will give the, the Patriots a hard time. Everybody know their playbook mm-hmm. and everybody know what they can do to stop them.
0: But it's crazy because you might have the talent advantage over the Patriots but the advantage that they're always going to have over every team is what? Wins. No, the coach. Bill Belichick is the greatest of all time, and they're always going to have that coaching advantage.
2: Yes, yes. He's the best right now. No, he's the best but it's all. He the best now ever. <laughs> but he's he going to have to fall off that, that tone. You know what I'm saying, Quincy? Yeah. When you watch um, the Patriots play, Quincy, you don't feel that excitement. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Lamar give me excitement. I'm not even a big fan of Baltimore, but it's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's it's fresh.
0: That's what I said well, that's what people gravitate to, and I think that's something that that's why people really don't like the Patriots because they're not exciting. They're the Spurs of the NFL. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like people don't really draw to the Spurs because you know what I'm saying, they just do what they do, but it produces wins. Like that yeah, flash in yeah. the plan, that entertaining stuff is here for one year and then it's gone the next year. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Everybody mm-hmm. finds a way to stop it. But when you're consistently going to the Super Bowl, man, that's what you need to be following right there. So when people say Lamar is revolutionizing the game, like we've seen this before. Uh, when that one boy Michael Vick, they would say he revolutionized, he was revolutionizing
1: again. He did, he, he did revolutionize again, he changed he did, the culture. But Lamar is doing it again in such an electrifying fashion because he's such a better passer than Vick was. I'm yes, trying to tell yes, people that yes. yes, running wise, there are a lot of similarities to where you can't say either one is greatly better, but when it comes to passing, Lamar Jackson is a mile ahead of Michael Vick ever mm-hmm. was. And Michael Vick said this himself, yeah, so it's not like I'm just saying this yeah. out of my own opinion, you know. Yeah. So, I, I feel like in that situation, he's revolutionized at times, too.
0: Yeah. And I still don't agree with Vic with that, man. I still hold Vic too high for Lamar to get there right now. I need a, I need a couple more years of production, man. I hold Vic too high, man. No, he, no he changed He changed nice the Vic. culture. I, I, you know, I know. I know we not. But I'm just saying Vic changed the culture of this whole NFL thing, man. Black QBs was not getting picked up, man, till a uh, Vic got into the league and started showing folks, hey, man, we can actually do this on this type of level, especially at a high level. So without Vic, we wouldn't even be seeing a Lamar or a Cam, you know what I'm saying? So he changed the whole culture. That's why I hold him so high. He's probably not as good as a Lamar Jackson because, like you said, yeah. with his passing and stuff like that. But the fact that the impact he had on the NFL is so much greater right now or so so much greater in my opinion. We can see Lamar's impact obviously down the line, but for right now, I think Mike Vic's impact true, is great. Yeah. But now I want to get into the Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving Day games. Obviously, Edgar said it's a Saturday, so – a couple games ago, it was a game. Really, weren't that exciting in my opinion. Uh, all I the games,
2: second game, Dallas game. Dallas and
0: Buffalo, but you just liked the Dallas was losing. So, <laughs> yeah. So Dallas ended up losing twenty-six to fourteen to the Buffalo Bills. And this is why I want to get into the coaching situation with uh, Dallas. Do you think Jason
1: Garrett is out of there, man? I feel like Jason Garrett is done. He, mm-hmm. he he needs to be gone. He honestly could have been gone years two three years ago at minimum. So, yeah, I got to say at minimum. So. It's just the fact that Jerry Jones still continued to trust him. And it's not like it's all Jason Garrett's fault. There have been moments where Dak just wasn't producing with the plays given. There were moments when Zeke got shut down a few times. Mm -hmm. And the O-line was never always healthy. You know, there were rare moments when the whole O-line was healthy. And they were the top O-line in the league at some points. Yeah. But... There, there's not total blame on Jason Garrett, but right now he's the only common denominator. Yeah, he's, denominator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. the only common denominator on why the team is not succeeding.
0: Yeah, and this is the point my cousin was trying to make during the Dak should get paid argument. He was telling me that Dak is like 1 in 10 if Ezekiel Elliott doesn't go over 100 yards like that. So for Dak to produce, he needs a lot of things to be perfect around him, and that has been the big question for Dak. Can he still produce if he doesn't have his O-line? Because we know how he produces when his left tackle is out. So if Ezekiel Elliott's not getting off, he still can't produce. If Amar Cooper's not getting off, he can't produce. So that's the question. Can he make can he make a play when everything else is not going as well as it should be? So that's the big question we all have with that. I think he still he has it in him, but that's the big question with Dak right now. And I feel like that could be attributed to a coaching too because that could be offensive coordinators not putting Dak in the right positions or something like that as well. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I really don't know. My cousin was making a good point regarding that. But I still feel like that should be getting paid thirty-five as well, yeah. And but I wanted to move into Josh Allen because he was really the star of this game. He got the turkey leg or the turkey award or whatever they was on Thanksgiving. Handed on Thanksgiving. And a lot of people were saying that Josh Allen is now the next Cam Newton. How you feel about that? I don't feel like he's the next Cam Newton. Does he shows tendencies
1: yeah. of what Cam used to show? Yes, but to say he's the next, that no. I feel like he's his own. He's his own athlete, if that makes sense. He's Mm -hmm. big like Cam. He doesn't have the speed like Cam for his size, but Mm -hmm. he knows how to take hits appropriately. He knows how to slide. He can get the ball where he needs to when it is time to throw, Mm -hmm. and he he just manages the game so well, and he uses athleticism to help that. So is he a poor man, Cam Newton? I would say yes, but to say he's the next, no.
0: Yeah. And I agree with Edgar, man. I feel like he's just way smarter when it comes to sliding. Cam always wanted to run somebody over, and every, and we now see how, how that's uh, taking a toll on Cam right now. So Josh Allen slides. He throws a good ball. Sometimes he's inaccurate. So I see the similarities with the passing as well because he has a big arm like a Cam. He, can, he has um, inaccurate um, tendencies when throwing the medium or the short passes, but he can also run the ball. So I can see the, the similarities with him and Cam. Do I think he's the next Cam? I don't know. But they have a lot of similarities. Um, the coach for the Bills right now was the defensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers a couple years ago, Sean McDermott. So McDermott obviously seeing Josh Allen had the potential to be the next cam, and obviously he's taken off with it. And Buffalo is nine and three, so you can't complain with the results. I know they had an easy schedule, but hey, they winning in all the games that's and on the schedule. B-
1: Buffalo is a sleeper team for me. I've been oh, saying yeah, for yeah. like the past four weeks. Oh you said it last now. Time. Yeah, yeah. I've been saying for the past four yeah. weeks. Buffalo is one of the teams that's winning. You know you ever see situations where a team is winning but nobody's paying attention because mm, yeah. they're just not used to time. seeing that team yeah. win? Mm-hmm. That's what Buffalo is right now. Definitely. Nobody's gonna talk about Buffalo until maybe two or three more weeks. Before and the playoffs. everybody's yeah. just gonna act like they have taking them serious the whole time. When yeah. Nobody's been paying attention. Yeah,
0: and I I give I Egg credit on that, man, because um he said this last week. I remember him saying this last week about Buffalo being for real and how he was gonna they were gonna beat Dallas. And I was saying that the Buffalo Bills reminded me of the Jets from the Mark Sanchez Jets, how they always snuck up on teams. They had a good defense. The quarterback wasn't all of that, but he produced when in the big moments. And those Jets teams got to the AFC Championship game, and a lot of people forget about that. They went to two AFC Championship games. And I feel like the Bills have the potential to do that. And I feel like the Bills could be the next Jets, man. They could be a sleeper team when it comes to the playoff time. So how do you feel about that?
2: Um, I want to go back to something else. When you mentioned Cam Newton,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you think Cam Newton is done in Carolina? Do you think Cam Newton is done in Carolina? The thing
0: is, if you asking me, should he be done in Carolina? No, okay. but but if you asking me realistically, because all the reports I'm seeing right now, do I think realistically he's coming back to Carolina? I would say no. But should he come back to Carolina? Yes. Okay. How you feel? I feel
1: like he's done in Carolina. I feel like he's just. Injury prone to where they want to start fresh with somebody new not saying he can't still play because of his injuries but That was gonna be
2: my next question. Yeah. Can he can't have new life in another he, team.
1: he can have new life mm. for sure But I feel like the the Panthers organization is just ready to move on especially after what they've seen from Kyle Allen He hasn't been great, Mm-mm. but he's filled in somewhat for Cam Newton and they feel like they can just start fresh with him mm. And I feel like Cam is ready to move on after seeing him being able to just start with somebody Mm -hmm. else. Yeah,
0: and I think Cam – yeah, I agree with Edgar. I think he is ready to move on. He he had a couple comments these last couple weeks that give me the impression that he's ready to move on to another city. Mm -hmm. And I'm rocking with Cam wherever he go, man. Cam is one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. So, I'm going to always rock with Cam no matter where he go, man. But it's going to be hard for him to – hard for me to see him go, man. Especially when we have no backup plan. Because like I told Edgar before, man, I do not believe in Kyle Allen, bro. He had a good game against – New Orleans but he does this every week. I know he doesn't have that much experience but he show you a lot of he show you a game where he has potential, then he'll give you a dud. And he give you a good game then he give you a bad game. You know what I'm James, saying? Man. So yeah, and I said this before. He reminds me of a White James, man. He'll give you one game that he goes like four interceptions and then he'll give you a game where he has one interception but three touchdowns with it. Don't, so don't, it's like
1: don't remind
0: me. I know that's a touchy subject for these <laughs> Buck fans. My mama a Buck fans too. So I know I know it's a real touchy subject for everybody in the room, man, but that's how I feel about a James, man. So oh and before we move on to the picks of the week, I wanted to stop talk about the Atlanta and New Orleans game as well. Oh, throwing bows. Hey, Georgia and Georgia Tech throwing Bows. okay. But yeah, I wanna talk about Atlanta and New Orleans game, man. And a lot of people were talking about Matt Ryan being done in the A. I heard, i seen Offset on Twitter talking about it. I heard a lot of people talking about it on SportsCenter as well. So, how do you feel?
1: I feel like Matt Ryan should have been gone after the Super Bowl against New England. You can't leave nobody after the Super Bowl, I, bro. I, I feel like they should have, I never really liked Matt Ryan. I never, to like to Matt Ryan. I never liked Matt Ryan either, but still. I never really liked him to begin with. But yeah. after that Super Bowl meltdown, I just was like, yeah, this is a, another totally complete reason why they should move on. And the fact that they haven't. It just it leaves me with huge question marks in this situation. You know, mm-hmm. how do you have Julio Jones at the time, Mohamed Sanu, Calvin Ridley, and you got Devontae Freeman in the backfield. Devontae Freeman is an elite, but yeah, he's you solid, a, Yeah, you have a solid offense. Yeah. and you just can't win playoff not playoff, but you can't win football games. Yeah, and this is completely like this is completely evident in the fact that the offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan once he left. They just they just broke down completely. So you have to give major credit to Kyle Shanahan for that offense working the way it did when it was going well.
0: hmm Yeah, definitely. I think he is done in the A. I've been I honestly like, like I said, I I never liked Mike Ryan. I just never liked his game. They obviously rivals with the Panthers, so I never liked them because and of that it's not, well, it's not even because of that with it's, me. It's that for me. That's I, what, I know that's it with
1: me. I, I give Cam Newton respect. I love Cam. I love Drew Brees, even though they're on teams that I gotta play twice a yeah. year. I love them and I respect them. And I, I put fandom aside for for real football knowledge. I I respect those quarterbacks. I just don't like Matt Ryan. He just doesn't give me. Anything to like necessarily? Yeah. And shout shout to Larry. I know Larry was gonna give me a hand. Yeah. For that one.
0: So he yeah. So I know already. Oh yeah, I already know black black one black one him out of that too. But yeah, Matt Ryan gotta go, man. But th- once again, we're in a position where we have no backup plan. Where are we going from a Matt Ryan? And people would blame the offensive line for his troubles as well. So how do you feel about that? Uh, so do you feel like that's a good excuse or, we, or I you just this time?
1: I don't think the old line is an excuse because we've seen. We've seen quarterbacks higher than Matt, ha, higher than Matt Ryan's level, deal with bad O lines, mm. especially when you have the receivers to help in a situation like that where the O line is still bad. Mm. And like I said, you got Devontae Freeman. He's a good screen pass runner. He's he's a good um, open field running back. You know, it it may be hard for him to break through holes sometimes due to the O line. But mm. the fact that when he gets to open space, he can make it happen. You there's still no reason to just have that crutch of the O-line not working.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I agree with you, man. So, Matt Ryan, got to get up out of there. Now I want to get into the rankings of the week. Um, Egg, I want you to go first, man. Who you feel? Who your top five, your power rankings right now? My man.
1: power rankings, I usually put New England at number one. Um, and I still think... Changing that, of the guard. Yeah, yeah, I still think they the team to beat. But right now, I got to put Baltimore at number one. I'll put New England at number two. San Francisco at number three. I'll put, even though the Saints have been wishy-washy, I'll put them at four, and I'll put the Bills at five. The Bills at five?
0: The Bills at that's re- I mean, that's, I mean, that's pretty they, high. They, yeah,
1: they've been proving me right for the yeah. past four weeks, and they yeah. just beat Dallas on Thanksgiving when everybody picked yeah, everybody Dallas yeah. Yeah. basically. So I, I'm going with the Bills at number five.
0: Okay, man, I'm riding with the Patriots, man. I'm number one, man. Like I said, I don't man. go against the grain. Even though with the Ravens playing this good, I don't go against the grain. Second. The 49ers are finally in my top 5. Top 5 man. So give it a clap for that man. Finally in my top 5. They at number 2. I got the Saints at 3. I could flip the Saints and the Ravens honestly, but I'm going to just rock with it. I got the Saints at 3, Ravens at 4, and Seattle is coming in at 5 cuz like I said Russell Wilson just finds a way to win games at the end of the season. And now I want to go into the picks of the week. Oh, you got Hey, I'm on, Oh, get your get your rankings on.
2: I think number 1 would be Baltimore. Okay. Number two will be Seattle. Number three. Let's just go with one and two for me. Cause everybody yeah, look at that, I'm yeah. just undecisive. Yeah. One and two, so who you got in the Super Bowl right now? I'm hoping be the Ravens in Seattle.
1: That's a good prediction. I'm not going to lie. That's a good prediction. I got the Ravens and the 49ers. What we're going to see on Sunday is going to be the Super Bowl.
0: Wow, I got the Patriots and ooh, in Seattle. The Patriots in Seattle, man. Uh, Again?
2: Yeah. Yes. They did it before.
1: Oh, yes. 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 This Just a few years later. No, but, who I picked before? That's the rematch. Now, I'm gonna go
0: over Seattle because I had the Packers, man, but they've been too yeah, wishy washy. Yeah, they've the been Packers too wishy-washy, too, man. man. I had them too. But that was my team coming into the season, man. I love the Packers. Just, but the just Packers to let
1: to it be known, once again, I never go against New England. So this is completely new for me to go against That's the Ravens. I, I couldn't. So I, yeah. I after the past few weeks, I see the Ravens going to the Super Bowl for the AFC. And yeah. I see the 49ers still doing what they do. Hushing everybody up and making it to the Super Bowl for the year. What NFC? about the
2: Chiefs? Everybody forgetting about the Chiefs? The Chiefs were.
1: I said
0: this last yesterday. I the, said everybody forgot about Mahomes. Yes.
1: The Chiefs are uh. like the fourth option right yeah. now to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Out of AFC, they like the fourth option to make it. Wow.
0: Yeah, man. People forgetting about the Chiefs,
2: man. Because
1: this is another point I'm making. Nobody talk about the Bills. Everybody yeah. like what yeah. about the Chiefs? The Bills are looking way better than the Chiefs right now, but why What's nobody looking? What's
2: their record?
1: I think they're 4 You're talking the, you talking about the Chiefs? Who are you talking about?
2: I'm talking
1: about the Chiefs. and the, Bills. the Bills. like nine and three, but the Chiefs seven and four. Yeah, okay. either nine and three or
0: eight and four for the Bills. I yeah, man. So right now, I want to get into our picks of the week. If you guys don't know, me and Edgar got a dub on the line to see who has the least losses uh, by the end of the season. We've been keeping track since week eight. I'm currently at 26 losses. Edgar got 23 losses. So we just keeping track to the end of the season to see who get the dub. So obviously, we didn't count the Thanksgiving games, but we just gonna keep uh, keep the games from Sunday. So first. Cleveland to Pittsburgh. I'm going to let my mama go first. Cleveland. Pittsburgh. Cleveland. Edgar said Pittsburgh, and I'm riding with Cleveland. Green Bay and the Giants.
2: Green
0: Bay. Uh, Whoa, this is a decision? How? Oh. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm going with an upset. I like the Giants to upset. See, he always be trying to get the upset. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've yeah. been right. I've yeah. been right
0: lately. <laughs> so, I'm going to ride with Green Bay. I'm riding with Green Bay. Philly versus Miami. Miami.
1: I
2: like Philly.
0: I'm wrong with Philly. Tampa Bay Jacks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <Tampton>. <laughs> hey. Tampa Bay. Tampa, oh Tampa
2: Bay. Tampa Bay.
0: Okay. I'm wrong with, I'm trying, I'm round with Tampa Bay. They, I, know the, I, gender, gender <laughs> I know. I, heard, I know yeah. I hurt, But you gotta
2: Ta- go with
1: them. Tampa Bay. Who and who I want
0: to get my team. Li- I want to get <laughs> my team <laughs> last week, man. And I won it. I ended up winning the game. Uh, Tennessee versus <laughs>
2: Indianapolis. I don't know anybody either one of those. Man,
1: pick
0: something. Pick a team. Um, Indianapolis. Yeah. Indianapolis will get that. Ooh, Indianapolis. That's going to be a close one, man. This is the battle for the AFC South. I think the um, the Texans are currently number one right now, but this is definitely to so see who has second place. The Jets in Cincinnati. Oh, an 11, Cincinnati. Jets. Is this the game? Jets. Is this the game? The mm-hmm.
1: Jets, okay. Cincinnati gonna finally. I said game. this last week, Cincinnati bro. They, they almost
0: pulled it. it off last week. So Edgar said, Cincinnati, I'm riding with the Jets. Cincinnati Sam Darnold gonna do it this, yeah. this game. I, oh, Don coming back too this week too. That, so, that don't mean nothing. No, nah, Don coming back. He better. He was better than the old boy. <laughs> Cincinnati
1: hey. gonna do it this week. All right, man. and they I'm, at home too. Yeah. So yeah,
0: I, I like it. Yeah, man, I'm riding. I'm riding with the Jets though. Washington versus Carolina. 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 San Francisco versus Baltimore.
2: Baltimore. The game
0: of the week. let that's a good
1: one, too. Baltimore. I'm riding with Lamar, Baltimore. Yeah,
0: I'm riding with Lamar, and they at home, too. So, it's Baltimore, oh, wow. that's that's the big advantage for me, man, just because they at home. So, L.A. Rams versus the Cardinals. Rams. Cardinals. Mmm, That's a good upset for me. I'm riding with the Cardinals, too. Uh, the Chargers versus Denver.
1: Uh, I like the Chargers. Chargers.
0: Chargers, yeah. Oakland versus Kansas City, the battle of the AFC
2: West. I'm all the way with my boy, Chiefs.
1: I've been telling some of my friends oh. this who are Chiefs fans. <laughs> I've been telling them, y'all ain't got. A playoff lock yet And they're like Bro we top of our division I'm like Y'all don't see the Raiders Right behind y'all Raiders had it done last week It, it just take one division loss For y'all to be neck and neck again Y'all kind of neck and neck already So
0: I'ma go with Oakland For the oh, yeah. way For mm-hmm. the way upset Oakland my AFC team, So you know I'm riding with Oakland man. Wait a minute Is
2: Kansas City home? Yeah Kansas City yeah. home yeah, I
0: still
1: yeah. like I like Oakland Yeah I like
0: Oakland Man, Oakland had a dub performance right now, man, against the Jets last week. They got clapped, man, but they're going to bounce back against Kansas City this week. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs is having a huge game. I'm going to let y'all know right now. New England versus Houston. Sunday night football. New England. New England. New England. New England. All right, I'm right. I'm right with Houston. I'm going right with my big boy Deshaun, man. Deshaun going to pull it off. I think he beat New England before, so I'm riding with my big boy Deshaun, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You Houston, hey, Houston,
2: ain't that the Texans,
0: though? Yeah, Deshaun.
2: Oh yeah, and then
0: I'm and then Minnesota versus Seattle, the Monday night football.
2: Seattle. Mm,
0: I like Minnesota. Seattle, cause they at home. Man. I, I like Minnesota. Oh yeah, yeah. Ryan they they Wilson's. both
1: used to playing in the cold, so I I like Minnesota in that one.
0: And Russell Wilson being on this Monday night platform, everybody is gonna jump back on Russell Wilson's bandwagon for MVP. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, MB. So obviously the games of the week are is San Francisco versus Baltimore. That's the Super Bowl preview in Edgar's opinion. We got Oakland versus Kansas City, battle of the AFC West, Seattle and Minnesota, and we got New England versus Houston. So we definitely got some good games coming up. But wait a minute, wait a minute.
2: I had predicted the Patriots. No, I'm gonna go with Houston.
0: Oh, she heard me go with Houston. Yeah. Now she's trying to go with no, Houston. No, I'm man. just thinking.
2: I'm just thinking.
0: Okay, so now we're gonna move into our college football topic of this podcast. So it was a couple of upsets last week, surprisingly, man. Um, we talked about Ohio State and Penn State a little bit last week, so if you didn't hear our comments on that, you can listen to our last podcast. But Oregon versus Arizona State. Oregon was number six, and they lost to Arizona State um, 31-28. to Man, Arizona State was on a five-game losing streak. It ended up being an Oregon team, man, who was who I thought was the sleeper team to get into the college football playoff. Edgar, how did you feel it? Like? I
1: was, I felt the same way. I've been telling everybody I like Oregon better than I like Clemson. People calling me crazy. I for didn't that. go that far. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't go that far. People <laughs> been calling <laughs> me crazy for that. But you are. even with even with that loss, I still feel like whoa. They, what you about to say? I still feel like they a top 16. Top, crazy. Top, are you crazy? What? They still
2: a top 16.
1: team. I in tried
2: to watch that game last You're week. crazy! Oh, you watched like, it. They're not as good as people think they man, are. And I then, like
0: Oregon. I like Oregon, man. But now, now currently they're 14, and Utah is now in prime position to get into the College football playoff yeah. is some things fall their way. I, I like don't...
1: I like Oregon. I, I, don't, I don't care what y'all you talking You like their jerseys, They're they a top six, top 17 <laughs> in the nation. Yeah. I don't care what the AP polls say. I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about college football playoff rankings. No, I'm talking about they
0: 14 CFB, the no, college football.
1: I, no, I think they higher than that.
0: They 14. Like
1: people just hating. I like Herbert. They lost George. to Arizona State. I like what Herbert doing. You like... Georgia we lost to
0: South gonna, Carolina. we gonna get a, But I, before we move into Justin Georgia, Herbert. Georgia
1: lost to South Carolina. I they hate, the playoffs. But they
0: lost to Auburn, too. I don't care about that. <laughs> like I said, before we move on to Herbert, man, I just want to give a big shout out to Herm Edwards, man. Coming from the booth to the sideline is a hard thing to do, man. He's doing he's showing that he can definitely make the transition. Mm-hmm. So big shout out to Herm Edwards for that win against Oregon. So now I want to move into Justin Herbert, because Eggett just said that, man. So Justin, is Justin Herbert still a top tier QB, man? Like the media media builds him up to be. He looked average. He cut, He threw a couple of picks in the third quarter, but he looked average, man.
1: The man threw twenty for thirty six, over three hundred yards. That's not good. Touchdowns. That's not good. Okay. And that was
0: and those touchdowns were in uh, garbage time. 60, that's over that sixty
1: percent passing. But
0: those those touchdowns was in garbage time, though. Is what I'm saying. It don't matter. They were down thirty one to fourteen, and then he came back, getting a little touchdown, making stats look good.
1: And what they lost by three points. But okay you, it was thirty one to fourteen. It, it, it could have been. It could have stayed that way too. But it Man, didn't.
0: he threw two picks in the third when they really needed him is what I'm saying. He looked average in the clutch. So what excuse do you have for that?
1: The stat line and the scoreboard say different. That's all I'm going to say. But I'm saying when they needed now, him, I, they were down by you, three. I see what you're saying yeah. with the eye test of yeah. what you actually yeah. seen. But I'm telling you, on the other hand, based off the stat line, based on the analytics, and based on the crunch time performance... Although it was in garbage time, quote-unquote, yeah. he still brought them back within three to where they still had a chance to win the game. If I just showed you the score, you'd have been like, oh, wow, this game went to the yeah. wire. Mm-hmm. But if like, you
0: actually – no, that's not how we nah, – that's not how we graded this No, nah. We graded this cause if you actually watched the game. If you actually watched the game, bro, you see that he looked average, bro. But I wonder what was I about to say? Who would you pick right now, bro? Because you obviously got worries about Tua. So who would you pick? Would you pick a Herbert or would you ride with Tua being injury prone?
1: I would pick Herbert for the. I don't trust a quarterback with hip injuries and ankle and knee injuries. Yeah. I'm not taking a quarterback with all three injuries in his college history. <laughs> I'm not taking it. I don't care how good you were before they happen. No, I'm going with somebody who's healthy, who can produce, who's above average, and I can still build above to be average. That's what we're settling for. Above average? I, you want above I've average, seen? or you want a possible great? I want possible great. You want a possible great, want. even though he has a hip injury. When you're a quarter, you seen the you seen the the meme of Dak Prescott doing the hip workout. Tua yeah. can can't
0: even do that no more. He <laughs>
1: can't you, even practice got?
0: it. Who you got, Herbert or Tua, man? Who you riding with? Herbert. I can't believe you, man. You riding with the white man, man? I'm that I'm man, rocking.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm like rocking Edgar, out I'm with Tua. I have to agree with Edgar, even with the
0: injuries, man. Because I I want to go for the possible great. I'm a big home run hitter, so I want to go for the possible great, and I feel like Herbert doesn't have the potential to be great. Well, I can't. He has play. the potential to be a, a
1: average or above average. quarterback. I, I can't play poker with you because you try to go, you try, try to yeah, I want to go yeah, try I'm to go to, yeah. Big go I want to go, yeah, go big, I want to yeah. go big, man. You, if he's a lose, bust, he's a bust. You're gonna lose your money most of the time trying to go big, or go home with everything. But what what
0: is that above average quarterback gonna lead me to? Is this a, a playoff above average or is this a? <laughs> Uh this is
1: definitely a playoff above average. And like I said, he's great enough to start, but he's not oh my gosh yet, so you can still build him up to be even better than what he already is.
0: I think NFL draft prospects or NFL draft scouts are gonna fall under the, the white man. He got the size, he got the he got the little accuracy. I think they're gonna fall for the trap, man. And you're gonna be stuck with somebody like a Blaine Gabbard or a Blake Borders, man. He's gonna fall under that rank I'm telling y'all now. Go swing big for Tua. Even if you got to get him in the second round or however far he fall, go get Tua over somebody like this, man. I'm telling you. I see it in him. I see it in him. But like I said, shout out to Herm. But Edgar, how are your feelings on the college football rankings? The rankings came out this week and they had Ohio State number one, LSU two, Clemson three, Georgia four. That has stayed the same. Alabama five, Utah, Oklahoma, Minnesota, Baylor, Penn State. How do you feel about it?
1: I feel like... They should have kept LSU a number one for the simple fact the schedule is just they I feel like out of the top four teams they have the hardest schedule out of anybody else in the nation mm-hmm. out of the top four or five teams mm-hmm. and the fact that they went to Alabama and won mm-hmm. even you could say Alabama was dealing with injuries this that and the third but no you went to Tuscaloosa and won you played Auburn you played Florida like you're playing teams yeah. that. Are legit and all in got, the top ten, and you got to play Georgia in the SEC title game. So it's like, yeah. how, how can you not put them at number one? I get it. Ohio State is just dominating everybody, to blowing everybody out. Well, they but strength, strength of schedule, exactly I feel that's the is biggest factor. Yeah,
0: so. definitely. I agree, with Edgar man. LSU, yeah. but then LSU should have been number one. But something I was hearing the the people on the college football game they show or whatever when they come out with the rankings is, is that the committee didn't want LSU to play Alabama again if it came to that. So if LSU beat Georgia and Alabama moved up to number four and LSU moved up to number one, they didn't want LSU and Alabama being in that first playoff game.
1: And I see why they did that because ratings matter in this situation. And a lot of times they don't always want the people who deserve to be in it. They want the people who can bring the most ratings. Alabama, no matter if they lose one, I feel like if Alabama lost two games, they'll try to find a way to get Alabama inside. Mm -hmm. Because it's Alabama, it's Nick Saban. It's just they're the patriots of college football. Yep, yep. It's like no matter how many people hate them, you want to see them play. And I feel like LSU and Alabama in the first round of the playoffs, nobody's gonna watch the championship game. I think we're gonna watch it. I don't. I don't they'll watch it, but yeah. they're not gonna. It's, the numbers aren't gonna be anywhere near the same if Alabama isn't in there. You know.
0: So. And I want to. I want to reiterate this, man, because I feel the same way like I felt last week. Ohio State is vulnerable if yes. they play. If they play LSU in the first round. They getting clapped if they play Clemson in the first round. They getting clapped. So if this stays the same, Georgia stays at four, and Ohio State is at number one. Ohio State is gonna beat Georgia. I feel like I Ohio don't, State will beat
1: Georgia. I don't feel like LSU would just completely dominate Ohio State because not dominate, but they would beat them. Ohio State has two candidates for three I for <laughs> Heisman for the Heisman Trophy. You got yeah. Chase Young on defense and Justin Field on offense. And they have an all-around offense to where they can score like at least thirty on everybody. So I, I feel like LSU is going to have a hard time beat. Do I think LSU can beat them? Yes. There's definitely ways that they're vulnerable, but I don't feel like it's going to be anything less than a three three to six point victory
0: for either team. Okay. And who is your sleeper team? be? So if a LSU beat Georgia next week and Alabama lost to Auburn, who would you see slipping in there? Would it be a Utah? Would it be a Oklahoma? A Minnesota still has a chance. Because Minnesota still I has to play.
2: I I say Minnesota. Yeah, because Minnesota
0: still has to play Ohio State. If they mm. win that
2: game, that could shake up some things. So
0: who would you feel?
1: Minnesota has a good chance, and nobody's talking about Utah, but Utah has a very good chance. Oh yeah, of especially at Alabama. I
0: never seen them play. Oh, yeah, they, they're solid. They solid, most definitely. So how do you feel about Oklahoma?
1: Oklahoma, I just I don't feel like they bring enough excitement for the college football playoffs. I I get their their schedule. Their schedule hasn't been that. Hard either, but it's it's been up to par with their level of play. But if you give anybody a, a look at their schedule, they'll say they didn't play anybody. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I just don't feel like Oklahoma would get that great of a playoff performance.
0: Yeah, if Minnesota wins out, they would be in the college football playoff. Do I believe? And they winning out currently. It is three thirty over here on the East Coast, and Minnesota is playing Wisconsin right now. So if they win that game, if they beat Ohio State, they would be in. Those are two tough
1: think, games, though. I don't want to just say they'll be in, but they'll be in the talks. If they yeah. beat Ohio, be the yeah. be Ohio State, they'll still just be in the talks. Mm. They, they won't. Man. They won't just throw so them in that? there. But what's that?
2: What's that? The twelve? What? What division are in? Big Big Ten. Big Ten.
1: They They wouldn't just throw them in there because I think Clemson overrated, but they're gonna keep Clemson in there. That's but my boy. They're gonna keep them in there for yes, the simple yes. fact that but they're Lawrence, undefeated. They won, they won last year. Yeah. year. And they brought super ratings because they blew Alabama out. Yes. That's the those are the three main reasons why they're gonna try and keep Clemson in. Because you it's, oh, yeah. it's, you can't deny. You can't deny because they're gonna win But I'm win saying
0: out. I'm saying if a Georgia, so let me give you a scenario. If a Georgia loses to LSU next week and a Minnesota loses to Ohio State, if Ohio State loses one game, is Ohio State still in?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. So Georgia is obviously out if they lose to uh, LSU. So would you go with Alabama or would you go with somebody who just beat Ohio State? With, uh, with the Minnesota.
1: I'll still go with Alabama. What? You like Minnesota over Alabama even if they beat Ohio State?
2: I L- will no, go with Alabama, but since they don't They like don't the got tour, two. Yeah, no, they, they ain't
1: got Alabama. tour. It never matters what quarterback plays for Alabama. I don't know how y'all don't reckon. If you They're have, about to
2: lose this game. If you
1: have Nick Saban as your quarterback, I don't care who the quarterback, I mean, as your coach, I don't care who the quarterback is. Oh, I do. You got track stars and wide receivers all over the
0: field. But can your quarterback get it to him?
1: Yes. He picks game managers, no, or he picks all stars. No. He never picks a risky quarterback. He either got a game manager, or he has an elite quarterback, and that, that's that's just true throughout the past ten years that Nick Saban has been producing quarterbacks out of Alabama. I
0: don't know, bro. I haven't seen it out of Mac Jones not yet. But if he does something this game against Auburn, maybe I will get on your side. But right now,
1: because LSU doesn't even want to play Alabama again, even though they won. I guarantee you, ask any LSU fan. No, they don't want to play them against you. The That's a rival, because, and Everybody knows a rival because, the game. Because they know you're not just going to beat Nick Saban twice like that in the same year. It's just not going to happen.
0: First of all, they look shaky with Tua. And so if you take Tua out of that equation, LSU might clap him for real this time. I don't know, man. Joe Burrow be looking like that dude. So let's go to Hosman. You still got Burrow as your Hosman? Yeah, I
1: still Nothing changed? You got Burrow as your
0: Hosman? I got Burrow as my Heisman, man.
1: I got Chase Young sneaking in behind yeah, him as I a got broad him at course. Chase. I like Chase. But the, the obvious front runner would be Joe Burrow because nine times out of ten, they're going to give it to an offensive player. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. But I think Young probably would be number two right now. Yes. Yeah, Young probably would be number two. Um, So, obviously, it is rivalry week this week. We got Alabama and Auburn playing right now. We got Ohio State already played Michigan. Ohio State won. How did you feel about that game? It was a blowout. I
1: already knew what was going to happen after happened. the first quarter. It was a pretty close game in the beginning, but Ohio State pulled away. and They, they scored 14 in every single quarter, so they ended <laughs> 56-27 against Michigan. And that 27 by Michigan, it was just they were just playing for their
0: pride at that right, point. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I felt the same way. Florida versus FSU. Edgar is heading into that game after this podcast. How do you feel about that game? I like us to win by
1: 20, and I'm not just saying that just because I'm a Florida fan. I'm saying that just because... Florida State is just terrible this year, mm-hmm. but it's a
0: rivalry game, nah. You don't know what can shake out.
1: They're just terrible this year. They said really? that last year, and you seen what happened. It's a rivalry game. We won by like
2: twenty plus. So. Okay.
0: <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I got. Obviously, I got my Gators, but I feel like it's gonna be closer than what people expect, though. I think it'll be like fourteen instead of twenty.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm with the Gators all the way, and it's not gonna be close.
0: Not close. Okay, Minnesota and Wisconsin is playing right now. Who you got? I like Minnesota. 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 And Oklahoma is playing Oklahoma State later tonight. I think 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock, one of the two. Who you got?
1: I feel like it's going to be a close game, but Oklahoma's going to pull through. Yeah, Oklahoma's going to be shake it. I feel like they'll win by like 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oklahoma. Oklahoma, so we all right with Hurts. Oh, Hurts. Well, you have Hurts in your top three for Heisman?
1: No, I have Joe Burrow, Chase Young. It was two at number three until he got on um, a couple weeks ago. But who would I have at the three spot? It probably would be Hurts, wouldn't it? Uh, nah, Fields. Fields. I'd probably say Justin Fields. Probably In this situation,
0: yeah. Okay, so that, look like, that looks like it wraps up everything for college football. We just can wanna... I
2: say something real quick? Oh, yeah, man, we're going to get the predictions out. That's how we usually do it. Okay. Oklahoma, Jason, quarterback.
0: Hurts, Jalen Hurts.
2: Jalen Hurts. Listen, he runs the ball too much. I do not like that. Mm-hmm. He runs the ball like he thinks he's a running back. He he don't even have, like, throw plays too much. He just constantly running. What Mm -hmm. you guys think about that?
1: I agree. I feel like he can get the passes off. He just relies on running so much. And he wasn't able to successfully run at Bama. So now that he has an old line and an offensive scheme to actually use his legs better, he's just taking full advantage of it. I don't blame him for that, but I would like to see him pass more. Yeah, that's one of his
0: strengths. So you got to use your strength, and it is, especially if throwing is not, you know what I'm saying, up to par as but where it should
1: be. you're a quarterback. At the end of the day, yeah. I, I still need to see you throw. Stank but would you,
0: would you have him going in the top two rounds in the draft?
1: Oh yeah, top two rounds, yeah, obviously, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I feel I mean good. coming I into like the his, season he went up I feel like he'll still be a, a first rounder. I feel like uh, I don't know if he going to be no, top no. twenty in the first round, but he's
0: I trust me. There's a lot hurts. of QBs coming out that's trust from like. Me. Jalen Hurts is gonna be a
1: first round draft pick. But. It's a lot
0: of mad quarterbacks coming out, bro, and I don't know. Like Joe Burrow is like the only one that's like i don't put care some if he's
1: at, I don't care if he's at the bottom of the first round. Jalen Hurts is gonna be a first round pick. Okay. okay.
0: Okay, I respect it. Am so, I, I have a bold prediction. I'm about to say any bold prediction before we yeah, head out.
1: I have a bold prediction. Lamar Jackson is going to lead the Ravens to a win over the 49ers, but Nick Bosa is going to have three sacks in that game. Okay. We're okay. going to see Lamar truly have to win by passing. Mm. So, I like that prediction. Ooh, game, flow, game, flow prediction. That. game
2: flow Game flow prediction. game flow prediction. you got? I agree with what
0: say. Oh, you wrong with that prediction? Uh, Like I said, Josh Jacobs having a big game against Kansas City tomorrow. And I really don't have any more predictions. And Russell Wilson is going to get uh, back in the front of the MVP conversation, man. Lamar is going to have Lamar is going to win, but he's not going to have an entertaining, exciting performance like everybody thinks he is. Like I said, he's going to be, you know, he, they're going to have to make him throw. And I don't think he's there yet with the throw, so
2: listen, he's not going to have exciting anyway plays. If the Chiefs' quarterback Patrick Mahomes can be considered for MVP, what will he, he have to do?
1: Patrick miracles, he, he's just so, gonna, have to miracles? Place. Mir- it's gonna have to be miracles and just ten out of ten performances from here on out. That's the only way. So you're saying back they,
2: they the can't, MVP. they don't need to lose no more for him. Yeah, they can't lose. They will
1: have to not only just win. He's gonna have to like Rindy? show out. Oh yeah, yes. exactly. Okay, okay. Give like an electrifying, electrifying performance from here on out. Okay. If especially he wants to get anywhere near the yeah, MVP. Especially
0: with Lamar being so far ahead, man. Everybody loving his excitement and entertaining style of play. He's so far but ahead. What if Lamar had
2: that? You know, groove like that too. He'll have that excitement to play. Don't forget last year. That's what I'm
0: saying. That's what I, 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 I said. said this year. I said this last year. Lamar is having the effect that Patrick Mahomes had. Yeah. We yeah. said the same thing about Patrick Mahomes that we were saying about Lamar Jackson now. How he was so exciting. His deep ball. He obviously didn't have the running ability like oh, a Lamar, but his okay. deep ball throwing is like, oh. oh man, that's something that we really haven't seen before in the NFL. So we were saying the same things, but just different quarterbacks. And I love to love to see the black quarterbacks get their uh, do do just man. So, we just want to say thank you for listening to this podcast before we head out. I just want to say thank you for my mom for being on. So give a good clap for her. Yeah, congratulations, congratulations. She wanted to be on. I had to get on, man. And before we head out, I want Edgar to hit y'all with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast
1: one And you can follow us on Instagram at Q underscore and underscore E underscore podcast.
0: Yes, and you can follow me on Twitter at Q underscore Hicks3. You can follow Edgar on Twitter at Martin 97 Follow his IG at Official, Man, like I said, I just want to say thank you for all the podcast listeners. I really appreciate you. And if you have any questions or concerns well, about the podcast, you can hit us on social media or our email. We have an email as well at qandepodcast at gmail.com. So definitely check us out on that, all those platforms. And we just want to say thank you. And we're out. Peace. Peace.